on Triple M Mining HQ. Good morning and welcome to Mining HQ. I'm Pablo Miller. Joining us this morning is Chris Lameshia. Now, Chris has lined up Anna Faringa because today is Are You OK Day? And Anna is a workplace mental health expert, author, trainer and international speaker. Chris, good morning. Good morning to you, Pablo. And on the phone, we have Anna Faringa. Hello, Anna. How are you? G'day, guys. I hope we're all well over that side of Australia. We're feeling good. We've got the coffee. Now, big introduction here. I'm probably going to leave a lot of things out, but... Well, first thing is uh, you're a workplace mental health expert, author, trainer, international speaker, global top 10 health and safety influencer in 2020. I, I believe that's right. We should put that in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> no, another time. Now, I've, I've got the question. I've got to ask it. How did you get into this line of work? Well, it was a bit funny, Chris. I was back in the old, uh, you know, 18 to 20-year-old period, I was deciding between going between public relations and psychology. But one's the good side of humanity and one's the really crap side of humanity. So I chose (laughs) psychology and then sort of spat out the other end into the personal injury sector. So um, for those that are listening today, uh, working a lot in the space with people that were injured in the workplace uh, and having a look at just how many mental injuries were coming in and just the lack of attention, guidance, priority around what employers were doing to understand the concept and better prevent it. So that's how I uh, branched out. So I worked in the injury management field for about, ooh, 15, 14, 15 years and then thought, look, I'm going to break out and do this on my own. And, uh, yeah, started Anna Free Consulting about seven years ago. So has this made you a a cautious person when it comes to injuries and doing tasks? It's actually made me less cautious because, and it's, it's quite ironic, this statement, there is so much caution around the concept of mental health that that's why it's not progressing as fast as what it should be. And that's why people don't know enough about it because it's this dark, deep, hidden, feared uh, piece, but yet, you know, one in in four of us now are are struggling with some form of mental health or mental illness. So it's, uh, yeah, it certainly doesn't make me fearful at all. Now, is there a normal week? Does that exist for you? And what does it look like? And what are the common themes that you're facing? Yeah, look, a normal week. I think with the old, um, you know, the, the big awkward, I like to refer to it as, you know, recovering from COVID and, you know, sort of running a business part face-to-face, part virtual, um, the week can look like anything. But basically, the week basically looks like me working with a multitude of uh, industries, sectors, employers, you know, steel caps one day, high heels the next, Ugg boots most of the days. Um, and basically spending time with uh, companies that have approached me to help them either start something or improve what they already have uh, or measure the effectiveness of what they've currently got in place. So it can look anything like training, like advisory work, policy review, mentorship, uh, and helping people or organisations start to get things on the road uh, because it is – pretty much up there with the top leading cause of disability across workplaces. So employers are really starting to sit up, take notice and understand that um, this this stuff's pretty serious. Well, there's no coincidence that we are chatting today because it is Are You OK Day? And you've mentioned... It is. I I love what you put on LinkedIn. I'd I'd like you to talk a bit more about that. You said whilst it's uh, great to have this day, there's so much more we can collectively be doing. What's your vision, your thoughts on that? 
Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, and I have to reiterate um, because the team at RUAK Day will rake me over hot coals because I love them all dearly, but they get they get it as well. RUAK Day is a great awareness initiative, but unfortunately for the majority of Australian employers, that's sort of where it sits just on today. So, you know, for our listeners that are, that are, that are tuning in, it needs to go beyond one day a year. I mean, I'll put it in, in this concept. Imagine particularly in the resourcing um, areas and fields and industries, if we only practiced physical safety one day a year. It just, it just, it wouldn't be a concept that we would be able to digest. So we have got a bunch of people going to work that understand what physical safety looks like to the button. But we've got a bunch of those people that are abiding by physical instruction, but are struggling from a mental health perspective. Now, put one of those unwell people uh, to work from heights or operate a vehicle. Uh, we absolutely really need to make sure that we are training and supporting and educating people around physical, but also mental uh, wellness. Because when we're not mentally well, mistakes can be made. And particularly in the resource sector, that can mean lives. So what we need to do beyond Are You OK Day is think about what are we doing for the remainder of the year? It can't be a tools down cupcake experience, even though it's well intended. We need to make sure that we are really belting out what good education, good values, good um, benchmarks with what good looks like. And I'm sure we'll get into that a bit later. But it needs to be an ongoing living and breathing thing. One day a year does not cut it. So I, I guess there's different things you could put into place and the old saying, um, oh, I love this one, if the fish is stinky, it starts at the top. So does it mm-hmm. start at the top with management to, to find out if someone's struggling or what are your thoughts there? Look, there's there, there's a lot of discussion around this. Look, in, in my experience, as, as all evidence suggests, the most successful organisations, and there aren't a lot of them because this is a relatively new concept that, that employees are starting to take seriously now, but Basically, it still forms part of what the word is, and that means permission. There's a bunch of people out there that are struggling. There's a bunch of people out there that want to help those that are struggling. But A, they don't know how to do it when they're working under a different roof, a different set of rules, a different set of regulations. So it absolutely needs to start from the top because from the top, they're the ones that set the benchmarks. They're the ones that give the permission and they're the ones that control the budget and they're the ones that control the time and the work design to allow stuff around mental health to be able to soak in to their workplace community so it sticks around. So if the leaders aren't doing it, it's pretty much going to be dead in the water. You can, I get approached all the time by um middle management safety professionals, middle management people in capability or human resources, and they're like, oh, just come out and do a day's training. And I always ask them why. What do you want to achieve? Oh, well, we want to be a healthy workplace. It's not going to happen in one day's training either. It really needs to be an ongoing commitment as much as it is physical safety. Mental health where it is is 30 years behind where physical safety is and leaders had to get on board then to make their workplaces safer to reduce physical injury. We're at the same pinnacle moment now where we need to take action with mental health and that can only start with the decision makers. Now, busy minds. I think most of us have got busy minds. Oh, yeah. You talk talk about (laughs) mentally decluttering. What are the benefits? How, How does all that work? 
Look, mental clutter effectively is basically just a series of delayed decisions. We're humans, you know, we, we get up, we get our day done, we're probably running the kids around, we've got to get to work, we've got to, you know, plan our weeks in advance. Then there's also things that we have to do at work. So there's all this stuff, all these priorities. And I love the way that priorities is now a plural. Um, normally the, the sense of the word priority used to be you have one, you complete it. And uh, humans don't tend to be able to do that because we're doing so much. And so this bunch of a delayed decisions sits in our head uh, like a cluttered cabinet, like a cl- like a cl- like a dirty dishwasher. And I don't know about you, Chris, but I get I get thoroughly annoyed when a dishwasher isn't stacked properly. And the same philosophy goes with your mind. So a cluttered mind does have an impact both on you physically, but also on your mental health. It can absolutely fog your day up and absolutely have an impact on how you feel and how you operate as a human. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.